The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And something that I saw on your website today was hashtag walking science project. Yeah. <laughs> which, which I loved. <laughs> Had you any idea the extent of the sort of science project that you were now being thrown into when you were diagnosed? Absolutely not. I'm still learning like the function of the pancreas and uh, honeymoon phases. And I will say that because I take this, I'm going to say so seriously, but I love science. And so learning, and I, I'm shameless in saying that the the podcast I'm about to release is so hopeful in the new CGM technology, the new insulin pump therapy. We are going to see a cure in the next 10 years uh, from everything that I'm reading and the people that I'm talking to, but it's not going to be the cure that we thought it was going to be. Um, I don't even know what your question was, but no, continue. I, I'm loving this. I'm, all I'm hearing I, is cure, cure. <laughs> <laughs> I geek out. I mean, I seriously geek out. And one of the things that I'm working diligently on is transparency because we're all raising money for groups and that needs to be done. But when you see that there's still no cure and we don't hear that, okay, they have three clinical trials going on right now and it's isolate cells or stem cell, whatever. I mean, if as a person with type 1 diabetes who's not in this industry, if once a month I could read something in layman's terms that shared what was going on, and if the general public understood that these advancements take years to even get to human trials. So we all shake our fists like, why isn't this cheaper? Why don't we? Well, there's a lot that goes into that. And so I'm excited for the future of diabetes. And I say this a lot to parents of children that are newly diagnosed. Their lot quality of life is going to be incredible. Um, so when I was diagnosed ages ago, I mean, I gave two different shots a day, cloudy and clear insulin. I was on a fairly strict diet. Uh, I tested for ketones about the time that I was diagnosed. The first glucometer came out, which was a 
shit show and very painful and a nightmare. And I lied about testing my blood sugar at times because it was so stressful. You know, now today, the glucometers and other things, it's just, even though it sucks, I'm not going to lie, but it's a lot easier than it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. So that gives me hope too for the newly diagnosed. Mm. Are there any sort of routines that you had found yourself in growing up with diabetes before the tech had advanced. So now you obviously have grown with your diabetes, the medication, the treatment, the tech has advanced also, but are there any sort of older routines that you would stick to from when you were a child or a teenager? I, uh, that's a good question. Um, one thing that I have chosen in my lifestyle and this is such a hot topic in depending on what diets and all the other things is I have in my earlier years, low carb didn't exist. I mean, I didn't even know what that was. Everything was diet Coke, diet, everything. So <laughs> I made personal decisions and to the point of almost being in so intense that I would give myself a hard time. And I don't know how to word that other than if I didn't work out, I would shame myself. So a workout regimen was big to me, almost to a fault. I chose a different diet growing up at 14. I decided to cut out beef and pork. And so I cut out some of the animal fats and things like that. But that was more environmentally, like my mindset there versus had nothing to do with diabetes. But as I got older and my doctors would say, hey, the lifestyle choices that you've made have made a great impact on your diabetes care. So um I currently eat a, a low carb diet. I, because, and it had nothing to do with diabetes right off the bat, but it was, I would eat, let's just say, some sourdough bread with my eggs for breakfast. And your podcast that I listened to today about the pancakes versus the smoothie, I would never sit and eat a, a plate full of pancakes because I would feel bad. Yeah. I mean, I could give all the insulin in the world, but it's going to give me a headache. Um, I know I'm going to ride high. I don't know how long it's going to be in my system. So I think about things. And granted, like I said, walking science projects, some days I get it. And some days I'm like, where did this come from? I mean, um, and, and, and for the newly diagnosed too, you got to factor in other things like stress, hormones, the temperature outside. Uh, are you dehydrated? So I think that I just try to live my best life and still enjoy things. Like I, I love my wine. I mean, there's... I'm not perfect by any means. And I, I think for each of us, you have to figure out, you've got to be a science project, test things. Um, so when you eat something or you feel bad one day, okay, well, let's think about what I put into my body today. Why am I feeling bad? So yeah, that's, I've also been really big on supplements and vitamins as an adult because most people with diabetes don't know that we are vitamin D and potassium deficient. It's a part of the disease. Well, no doctor has ever told me that. It was a naturopathic person or whatever. So anywho, um, yeah. It's, it's interesting to, to hear what you're saying because it sounds so similar to everything that I say on my, on my podcast and so similar <laughs> to everything that I believe in, that I really, really believe in. I say so often that all type one diabetes is the same, but no type one diabetic is the same. We're all different and there's no one size fits all. Yeah. And it's refreshing to hear you say how 
you've tried this, you've tried that, you've cut out this, you consistently analyze this. Why did I feel bad yesterday? What can I do today to prevent that? It's just constantly that trial and error, trial and error with type one diabetes. And I was, I heard a podcast with, I think it was Kyle Kondoff. Is that how you Oh yeah, it? yeah. Yeah. I was listening to that podcast and you guys were talking about how essentially what, what we're talking about here, how no diabetic is the same and it's about finding what fits right for you. And I, I often believe and how I live, I kind of build my routine around my diabetes, but also build my diabetes around my routine. Yes. So yeah. I have a very rigid, very stringent routine that fits my lifestyle well. I'm very happy. I'm very active. I enjoy what I do. But it slots in with my diabetes management perfectly. So I know if I'm stressed, I'm going to see a spike here. Yeah. I know how to prevent that. I know if I exercise at this time, I might see a drop, but I can counteract that with a certain amount of carbohydrate. So right. when you say that it's a walking science experiment, it's spot on. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.